The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now, it's time for The Mr. Nelson Show. Yes, it's The Mr. Nelson Show, 329. Right. Yes, 329. Not, you well, know, but it's also the penultimate episode before we do our Halloween episode, which is Ooh. not going to be much. What? Uh, I, I, I hope to have finally gotten to my adaption of Frankenstein for the show. Yeah. But uh, thanks to COVID and this horrible year of 2020 and then two hurricanes, oh yeah, God. that was not going to happen. Thanks to Trump. So the backup plan was oh to do God. yet another, which would have been a spoof of Night of the Living Dead. What? <laughs> no, I don't think that's happening. Oh, come uh, on. Why not? Not only am I completely knocked out because of two hurricanes and all the COVID madness, uh at work, I'm needed more there recently because uh, one guy's vacation is up oh, and uh, he's then. taking it. The oh, other guy's boy. in the hospital. What? So uh, they need me to help out. So I'm not going to have the time uh, oh, no. this week, at, certainly, to put together stuff like that. Uh, especially since I didn't have the time. Okay, I'll do it. At all, oh, to even get it started. It's amazing what? I've done as much of the Bear and Void stuff, which I probably should have paused for the month. But, uh, well... Yeah, you probably should have. Yeah, didn't have a crystal ball or nothing. No, you never so, do. Um, so we'll do our little week in review. Oh, uh, yeah. A few things yeah. happened. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, Biden kicked we'll Trump's some, ass. Perhaps, oh, but no, maybe not. And uh, I'm thinking that's probably what'll be... Yeah, no one cares. ...for uh, next week as well. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, whatever. Uh, happy Halloween. Well, yeah, so yeah. let's see. What happened? Oh, a little get-together happened yeah, called Biden the presidential debate, which, uh, will, which is the last one. Yeah, because uh, there was Trump. supposed to be three, but well, uh, yeah, Trump didn't cheat. want to do the Zoom one. He wouldn't go to fall and for that one. I don't know. Depending on how this one goes, maybe he should have gone ahead and done it, but Too whatever. <laughs> uh, obviously, presentation-wise, he was much better in this one oh, God, than no. before. Even though the moderator was unfair to him, she no, was not no, as no, bad not. as the previous moderators have been. He was being, uh, Chris Wallace, who was awful. Oh, God, no. And then uh, well, uh, Susan Page for the vice president. Oh, she was one. brilliant. So, Just brilliant. Uh, although it's pretty obvious she interrupted Trump more times than she did what? Biden. Oh, so come the only on. time she really got to interrupting Biden is when he was screwing up. Boy, <laughs> did he. <laughs> Uh, through all of this, Trump managed to get Biden to not only lie about him say, claiming he would ban fracking, uh, that he would reduce it, that he'd be against it, and all that sort of thing. Well, uh, it's complicated. He flat out lied that that wasn't true. And, oh, my God. Uh, no, he did. Yeah, he did. I'm going to put the tape on. I'm going to show it. Uh, and sure <laughs> enough, he did. What? Um, I mean, after the debate, of course, on his own side. But so did everyone else. Even I retweeted that oh, video of him. Now, why that. would you do that? So, yeah, it's it, done deal on that. No, and, uh, no, it's not. And then, boy, the real cherry on top where uh, he said, uh, yes, he would end fossil fuel industry. And all he that. should, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Right, so, trust me, hey, better broke. pay attention to that one, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you 
better. And then he tried. He took me out of contact. Yes. Like, no, no, he did. Yes, no, he did. No, yes, he, he did. did. I mean, no, even even the moderator is like, why would you do that? Do you think she was saying? <laughs> no, she knew he stepped into a massive pile. Oh. Of uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> just on the merits of the oh. case and the, the records and whatnot. Trump lost. Uh, no. Crushed him. Trump should win. But no. I, I mean, if oh, Biden, yeah. they declare Biden the winner, I'm never going to believe it. Oh, hell no. I, you know, and there's yeah, all kinds see? of shenanigans, especially oh, with Pennsylvania, God. where they had yeah, just treason. absolute criminal behavior. Oh, my and, God. Uh, the no. mail-in ballots no. to where you don't even have to clarify the name. Nothing and say, well, if it's 40 percent, OK, you're good. 40 <laughs> percent. So oh, uh, yeah, just get ready. If they can't win it outright, there will be massive sabotage of the vote. Which what? is criminal behavior? What? Because it's counting out your vote. So, so yeah, uh, Biden sure stepped in it with that comment. No, he did uh, about uh, oil, and uh, concerned about it, that should be done right there. But uh, but you can always cheat. Oh and, my God! Uh, I suspect that's what's going to happen. Yeah, from Trump. That's what he's doing. I mean. He was stealing all the mailboxes so you couldn't even mail in the vote. Oh, my God. It's just terrible what's going to happen. And I mean, the concerned citizens are, are, are on the brink of absolute despair should this man remain one more hour in, 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 in the White House beyond the term that he stole from Hillary thanks to the Russians. Oh, my God. And so uh, this is just outrageous. Oh, hell no. I'll tell you what's outrageous. What? Joe Biden's son, Hunter. Oh, no, that's not a real story. perverted drug It's not a real story. NPR said so. Up deals through his name, to enrich himself and what? his daddy. Oh, my God. We won't talk about it and denied it. I mean, come on, come on, come on. Uh, Everybody's upset about the billionaire Trump they being be. their money he made out in the private world. Oh, my God. Being An absolute criminal on TV. Oh, my God. And all none of you is concerned about the millionaire who can't explain how he became a millionaire. What? Oh, we think we know. I think what? we know he's so access. And that's how the swamp works. Oh, my God. That's what Joe is. Yeah, oh, that's my pretty God. Much the deal. That's just yep. pathetic. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Desperate. But, desperate. Oh, get out. Well, uh, no, uh, you seem desperate on the story that... Uh, each day, another little detail comes out, so that now, yeah, right before the debate, yeah, yeah. Hunter Biden's business partner um, came out and dumped a load of evidence on all of this, so it's just going to get worse, no, and that's no. that's obviously a strategic play, because uh, huh? they'll make denials, oh, yes. and then you dump a little more, and it's oh, my like, God, oh, that denial won't nasty. work, and then, of course, well, it's protected. The, the, the media uh, circled the wagons around them, said, oh, this has all been debugged. Exactly. This is long before... Uh, any of this evidence came clear, and the debugging was just what? more political insiders yeah, putting out reports saying we didn't see anything. Well, then they didn't. No one can explain the money and why it's there That's and what they made really and all of that. It never is that to Come on. Come on. Uh, and all he's got is Trump won't release his taxes. He says he's under audit. Exactly. And, and by the way, I it, 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 he has been under audit. Yeah. And, uh, has Joe? Has Joe? Hell has no. any of the political class? When did they get audited? Uh, uh, but also, well, uh, he doesn't need if it. There was anything there? Maybe there is. I would have heard about it, but there's nothing. What? Uh, and I I would have thought they'd find something. What? But, oh, uh, they will. No. No, oh, yes, sure didn't. Yes, they <laughs> Meanwhile, will. this is an I'll absolute uh, uh, dereliction of duty 
on uh, journalism oh, yeah. in this country. It is it, it just one. It, there's been so many scandals in how I know. Fox this. News is terrible. And then the collusion oh, and monopolistic powers of social media companies, most notably it, uh, Google and, of course, Twitter, outright uh, censoring and banning of the New York Post. That's over a trash story, newspaper. When uh, ultimately, it's your choice. It's your decision. And I decide not to read it. Here, they won't even let you see it. Of course, they you can. It's dangerous. But you just can't tweet it and all that sort of what? stuff. And they made a huge mistake with that. Oh, yeah. Because they, it's the story sand effect. What? You know, the end of the story. Don't well, bring this is what it is. You know, you don't have to hide the dumb, stupid bullshit story. Uh, well, so you're going to get it. Uh, so, uh, but they did, and that means so it's it not really bullshit. What? <laughs> yeah, dummy. And then Joe goes what? into hiding oh, before stop the it. debate. He had to you know, Come on, he had to stop. come on, man. Oh, stop so, it! Yeah, stop yeah, it! Yeah. Uh, yeah. The only yeah, way yeah. he wins is through shenanigans. Oh yeah. Point. I mean, the, he's crook. The, the, once again, twenty twenty oh. for all its horribleness. <laughs> oh God, yes. Uh, it is pretty stark. You do everything's what? naked. And, uh, they, and certainly looking at like the rounds, Hunter Biden. Uh, there's just a sea of people with Trump and oh, nobody, stop it. nobody there. Because Biden. they're afraid um, of COVID. So, they're very sensible uh, yeah, about I, the I, danger. You know, and, oh, the polls, the polls, the polls. Yeah. Exactly. Well, oh, get out. I, I'm just, I'm sorry. It's just too I'm much not. that's not explained. It's and, obvious uh, Biden can't imagine wanted why to bring back sanity. For this man, other than... You just don't like Trump. You don't like his attitude. No, that's a really childish. uh, That's even more childish. Yeah, a bunch of sissy babies. Oh, stop it! Response to it. Uh, The economic numbers were great under him. Not anymore. Terrible uh, sabotage happened, and I good luck. China virus. And the response to it is far worse. At this point, the the lockdown was not justified. Uh, Oh my god! Best a month of it. Not the whole goddamn oh, God. year. Just so and, stupid. And uh, the devastation that it has wrought like what? is unforgivable. Like what? And to continue oh that God. and suggest to do it again? Yes. Uh, when the peak deaths happened in March. Well, and now, what about well, the cases, this? the cases, the cases. Uh, and no. Yes. And, and just on and on and on. Well, it happened on Trump's watch. So Exactly, yeah. Kind of oh, God. Nonsense. Oh, my God. Uh, and then trying to hit him over the immigration and then <laughs> yes. just to show the idiocy of the left. They thought he really meant actually dogs, coyotes. Well, that's what he said. <laughs> oh, my God. They, they're so ignorant and oh, stupid yeah. of the immigration story, they don't even know what that means, which well, explains a lot. So, oh And God. they can vote. So, yes, yeah, those damn votes right. will be legitimate. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> but Lord the ones from us. the dead and cartoon characters and mail-in ballots that you can't oh, identify God. who sent it in, but you have to count it because Democrat judges say you do. Oh, good well, Lord. Well, they know yeah, better that, than you they, do. They, they wear robes. People say landslides. There hasn't been one since uh, Reagan, so I'm dubious that that's possible. That kind of I can see why Except it for, should happen based on what he's achieved. <laughs> uh, and uh, But... You know, it would take overwhelming. Well, it's coming. To make it Red impossible wave. for the shenanigans Red to measure up. Wave. And I just don't think he can swing that. Oh, come on, man. So, you yeah, said it. Uh, Joe oh, Biden, for all intents and purposes, delivered Pennsylvania what? to him. Oh, yeah. Uh, will it happen? Well, yeah. There's a lot of roadblocks in there. Well, thank especially God. Especially with that mail in ballot decision with their. Course, it's and, necessary. Uh, so People are it's, afraid it's, it's of dying. You're trying to get them killed. Oh. And that's unfortunate. 
But yeah, his achievements on the economy, which proves oh, yeah. all the crap and lies that Obama and Biden had told no. just absolute yep. nonsense about no. the new normal and all yep. that. Uh, his achievements in the Middle East, which nobody talks about. Nah, These are achievements that uh, you haven't seen since the beginning uh, of, oh, the, uh, of the split no, and the, uh, no, the fighting and whatnot with the establishment of Israel in '48. Uh, now there's diplomatic relations between the between Israel and these countries and all of that. Yeah, so, n- n- not a word, no mention of that. I mean, it, it's it's, it's not just relevant to the terrible. You don't have to like Trump. Trump, but you do have to admit the truth of what he did. No, and no, I it don't. It's all beneficial not true. and benefited we from it, and it's truth over to fact. To love damn it! it at this point. Yeah, don't like him. Don't marry him. I won't. God sakes, don't marry him. <laughs> well, no, I wouldn't do that. But, um, he, he, he did a good job. No, he did As far as the, the COVID, what was he supposed to do? Oh, my God. Everything he did, you said, was wrong. And then you're, you're, it, it you're saying it's wrong is because he didn't do it enough. Exactly. That Again, there's no logic or sense of oh, yes, there is. whatsoever. You're just too And Biden has no it answers to it. You know, he's never held accountable for anything he says. You don't deserve his answers. Uh, except by the people in opposition to him. And then everything's yeah. got to be banned if you criticize him. So They should, because you're all dangerous. Come on. Come on, man. Oh, stop it. You know, you're not being fair. <laughs> oh, but I shouldn't ramble on it. No, should, you shouldn't. Uh, you should yes, seek other voice. voices. Let's, let's see commentary from the left. Finally. Let's see what their statement is. Oh, God, no. Current, uh, uh, political battle. Yes. Oh, God. This isn't fair. Oh, man. No, stop it. It's like we all died and gone to hell. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. You are listening to the most massive carnivorous ground beast in the world. Over 2,000 pounds and 18 feet of gut-crunching, man-eating terror. By its size alone, it can overpower and devour any human. The deadliest jaws on land belong to... Grizzly. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Great displays of vanity, Night-Night. What's that you're wearing? Why, it's the Night-Night t-shirt, Bobo. Well, where'd you get that? Well, I got it at the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com. There you can find your Night-Night t-shirts and other products that Mr. Nelson provides. Huh, look at this one. It shows you staring at the flying pig's butt. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, boo damn it. <sighs> anyway, folks, if you want your Night-Night t-shirt, head over to the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com and order your Night-Night shirt today. Does the strange case of the murder of Charles Watton involve the paranormal? Perhaps... But maybe not. Charles Walton was a native of the small village of Lower Quinton in Warwickshire, England. He was found murdered on the Valentine's night of February 14th, 1945, in somewhat mysterious circumstances at a small farm known as the Fur, situated on the slopes 
of Meon Hill. The local chief inspector, Robert Fabian, was asked to lead the investigation into Walden's death. Very quickly, the inspector came to a dead end with his investigation and failed to gather sufficient evidence to charge anyone with the murder. The case has earned considerable notoriety because some believe Walton was killed as a blood sacrifice, or as part of a witchcraft ceremony, or indeed, because he was suspected of being a witch himself. However, it is known that the chief suspect was the manager of the furs, a man named Alfred John Potter, for whom Walton was working on the day he died. It is the oldest unsolved murder on the Warwickshire Constabulary records. On February 14th, 1945, Walton left his home with a pitchfork and a slash hook, a double-edged pruning implement with a sharpened straight edge on one side and concave cutting edge on the other. He was seen by two witnesses to have passed through the churchyard between 9 a.m. and 9.30 a.m. This was the last recorded sighting of Walton alive. Charles was expected to be home by 4 p.m. His wife Edith returned home at about 6 p.m. and was worried to find that Charles was not there. His solitary nature and regular habits gave her no solace that he might be in the local pub or visiting a friend. Edith went to see her neighbor, an agricultural worker by the name of Harry Beasley, who lived at 16 Lower Quinton. Together they made their way to the furs to alert Alfred Potter. Potter claimed to have last seen Charles earlier in the day, slashing hedges in Hillground. The three of them set out in the direction of the spot where Charles had last been seen and eventually found his body near a hedge grove. The scene was a shocking one, because the murderer had beaten Walton all over the head with his own stick, had cut his neck open with the slash hook, and driven the prongs of the pitchfork either side of his neck, pinning him to the ground. The handle of the pitchfork had then been wedged under a cross member of the hedge, and the slash hook had been buried in his neck. The first strange fact the investigation uncovered related to the murder of 80-year-old Ann Tennant, a resident of Long Compton, some 15 miles from Lower Quinton. Seventy years previously, in 1875, Ann had been killed with a pitchfork by one James Haywood on the grounds that she was a witch who possessed paranormal abilities. In many accounts, it has been said that Anne was pinned to the ground with a pitchfork and slashed with a billhook. The second bizarre fact. Detective Superintendent Alex Spooner, head of Warwickshire CID, is said to have drawn the investigator's attention to a 1929 book entitled Folklore, Old Customs, and superstitions in Shakespeare land, written by the Reverend James Harvey Bloom, rector of Whitchurch. The book included an alleged paranormal true story about how in 1885 a young plowboy also named Charles Watton had met a phantom black dog on his way home from work on several nights in succession. 
On the last occasion, the dog had been accompanied by a headless woman. That night, Walton had heard that his sister had died. The third strange fact was another villager, of course, and Tennant, who was indeed murdered in exactly the same way as Charles Walton in 1875. The event occurred on September 15th at about 8 o'clock in the evening, and Tennant left her house in Long Compton to buy a loaf of bread. On her way back, she met some farm workers returning home from harvesting in the fields. One of the group was a local man, James Haywood, who had known Anne's family for many years. Haywood was simple-minded and was seen as something akin to a village idiot. It is known that he also had been drinking cider. Without warning, he attacked Anne Tennant with a pitchfork, pinned her to the ground, stabbing her in the legs and head. A local farmer named Taylor heard the commotion and ran to Anne's aid. He restrained Haywood until a constable arrived. Anne was taken to a daughter's house, but died of her injuries at around 11.15 that night. Haywood claimed that Anne was a witch, and that there were other witches in the village whom he intended to deal with in the same way. Although committed to trial for murder, he was found not guilty on the grounds of insanity and spent the rest of his life in Broadmoor Criminal Lunatic Asylum. He is recorded as dying there at the age of 59 in the first half of 1890. Now even today, the inhabitants of the Quintons claim the phantom black dogs roam the area and are a harbinger of death. It is claimed that soon after Walton's murder, a black dog was found hanging from a tree close to the murder scene. While the chief police investigator himself wrote that he encountered a black dog while walking at dusk in Neon Hill. The dog ran past him and shortly afterwards he met a local boy walking in the same direction. He asked the boy if he was looking for his dog. But when Fabian mentioned the animal's color, the boy turned a deathly pale and fled in the opposite direction. So, was this merely a series of coincidences loosely connected by the local vicinity's grisly history of murder? Or was this the curse of witchcraft? Perhaps but maybe not. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Florida woman offered cops sex in exchange for vape device. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. A 19-year-old Floridian, arrested after she pulled her pants down and urinated in front of a cop car, made matters worse on her way to jail when she allegedly offered to perform a slack sack on a patrolman in exchange for her jewel e-cigarette. Madison Ann Bryant was charged with disorderly intoxication, a misdemeanor, and offering a bribe to a public servant, a felony. She was released that evening from the Lake County Jail after posting $3,000 bond. 
Cops discovered Bryant around 2.20 a.m. sitting in the median out of U.S. 27 in Leesburg, a city about 45 miles southwest of Orlando. Bryant explained she had exited a nearby truck after arguing with the male driver about their relationship issues. While her 22-year-old beau was getting busted for drunk driving, Bryant, who appeared to be heavily intoxicated, was not facing arrest. However, as Bryant waited for deputies for a ride home, she stated she needed to use the bathroom in which to go on the side of the road. After a cop said he would instead drive her to a gas station to use the restroom, Bryant pulled her pants down and urinated directly in front of a squad car, gripping the vehicle's push bar as traffic passed by. Upon pulling her pants back up, Bryant was arrested for disorderly intoxication. En route to the county jail, Bryant repeatedly asked a sheriff's deputy to give back her jewel vaping device, which was confiscated post-arrest. Bryant said she used the jewel for anxiety. At one point, the deputy reported, Madison asked me if I was married and had children. After the cop responded to that query, Bryant allegedly stated that she was not trying to fuck that up and that she would suck my dick if I gave her her jewel. After being offered this by Madison, I did not reply and continued to the jail, the deputy noted. Bryant was charged with a felony bribery count for the illicit offer, which was recorded by a cage camera inside the cop car. Ah, the poor dear. It seems her life at this point is really starting to suck. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. You sweat, but you don't dare move. You want to scream, but you can't. Terror grips every nerve in your body. And your heart is beating so fast, it feels like your eardrums are going to burst. You swallow hard, and you realize there is nothing you can do but wait and squirm. Now American International Pictures presents Squirm, the ultimate horror. Millions of writhing, seething creatures oozing out of the mire, shocked into a frenzy by 100,000 volts of electricity, driven by an uncontrollable urge to feed on human flesh. Squirm. Rated R under 17, not admitted without parents. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. The smiley face murder theory. Evidence of a conspiracy of serial killers or some sick, cruel hoax. Perhaps, but maybe not. Young, college-aged men plied with booze are probably among the most reckless human beings on the planet. But retired NYPD detectives Kevin Gannon and Anthony Durati believe that there may be more than just teenage irresponsibility behind a string of drownings that have occurred throughout America. The detectives point to the existence of bizarre smiley face graffiti found near the bodies in many cases. 
the graffiti might indicate the work of a serial killer. It has been found so often, the men assert, that it would probably be impossible for one person to have pulled off the murders alone. The bodies have been found in Minnesota, Iowa, New York, and eight other states. Nine of the victims had been attending the University of La Crosse in Wisconsin, a rather frightening coincidence to say the least. Duarte and Gannon claim that the bodies are found in water both to mimic drowning and because water often destroys evidence like fingerprints and fiber samples. According to Gannon, I believe these young men are being abducted by individuals in the boss taken out at some point, held for a period of time before they're entered into the water. He contends that the smiley faces are a taunt to authorities, saying, They're telling you here that they're into evil. They're very happy, as most serial killers are. They're content with their work, and what they're doing and the fact that they're thwarting the police. Most law enforcement agencies, including the FBI, are unconvinced that there is any grand conspiracy in the works, with some claiming Dorate and Gannon might have some unwholesome motives in advancing the theory in the first place. The deaths began in 1997, and all bear striking similarities but have never been looked at as related in the past. Most of the men were young, athletic, and academically high achievers. According to retired NYPD Detective Kevin Gannon and his team of investigators, they have evidence that 100 of the men may have been murdered by a gang. A key piece of evidence is that the team found smiley face graffiti symbols at all of the sites where the bodies were recovered. Gannon started working on the issue in 1997 when the parents of a New Yorker who had been found dead in water pleaded with him to find out what had really happened to their son. Among the deaths they believe are suspicious is that of Dakota James, a 24-year-old who was found dead in the Ohio River after a night out with his friends in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in January 2017. So... Is this just a bunch of drunken college kids drowning? Or is this a series of victims of a conspiracy of a gang of serial killers? Perhaps, but maybe not. All right, thank you once again for tuning in to the Mr. Nelson Show. We'll do it again on Halloween. Oh, boy, what am I going to do for that episode? <laughs> I don't know. Normally, I have things planned out well in advance, but not this time. Oh, gee. And also, it'll be the last show before the election happens. Oh, <laughs> That could be a whole new horror show, depending. <laughs> yeah. uh, probably either way, really, for this. For a while, anyway. Uh, uh, before I go, boy, I wanted to do something, but I try to keep this under 30 minutes and I'm not going to succeed. But uh, recently they, they tried to cancel Chris Pratt, Star-Lord from Guardians of the Galaxy. And uh seems like just the nicest guy you could ever run into. And, of course, that's why it's bad. That and the fact that he's a, 
a Christian, and he's not ashamed of it. Oh, he needs to be ashamed. Uh, so his, uh, his mostly leftist, uh, uh, fellow Avengers actors came out in defense of him. Even hardcore communists like Mark Ruffalo, that idiot who, uh, played, uh, Bruce Banner in the movies and became the Hulk and all that. Uh, so they all came and then the Twitterverse turned on them. Yes. Cause you see, you got to understand Twitterverse loves to punish people. And eventually when they run out of right wingers like me, they'll start punishing each other. Yeah. Because the joy of punishment, uh, being the punisher and the victim taking the beating is what they enjoy most. And uh, that's their only happiness in life. And so it wasn't going to do any good to come out and defend them, but do I feel bad for the Avengers actors uh, running it? Well, some of the things were pretty mean, uh, certainly. And they there, the, the hard left uh, engaging in racial epithets towards uh, Zoe Zaldana because she also defended uh, her co-star, uh, Chris Pratt. And uh, suddenly she's not black enough and all this type of stuff. They're very, very racist. <laughs> they believe in a neo form of segregation and all that. And uh, But the thing of it is, uh, actors and Hollywood and these, uh, movie companies and these franchises keep courting this, this group as their new audience where they can abandon the old audience and all this stuff. And fans of Star Wars and Marvel and all that, uh, can just, uh, hit the bricks, you know, because we got a new audience that's going to come in there and it's all going to be about diversity and all that stuff. And you, you made your bed with them and now. <laughs> And, and, and now there's poop in your bed. <laughs> so, yeah. So good luck with that, uh, Hollywood. Boy, are you in trouble, huh? Plus, you supported the party that wants to keep you locked down. Yeah, all those theaters going away. And that's really a, a sad story, you know. Boy, it's funny how that works out. Anyway, just thought I'd uh, put in a few cents there. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's Chris Pratt sounds, sounds like a good guy, which, of course, makes him a prime target for Twitterverse. See you next time, folks, and happy Halloween. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So... Any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they'll be promptly ignored and blocked.